Welcome to the Infinite Life Podcast. I'm your host, Katish Haberfield. I am an intuitive sound healer and an incarnation guide. This podcast is for you if you wish to make sense of your life by understanding your past, present and future incarnations. For we are all spiritual beings in a human body who have never died, just changed costumes from life to life in order to have experiences that help our soul grow and expand. My hope is that this podcast helps you weave together strands from all lifetimes so that you can make peace with your journey and understand that you are a perfect expression of your soul in this moment, in this incarnation. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes, because each has been sent as a guide. From beyond. Rumi. In today's episode, we're going to look at the messages our higher self sends us through our soul when we are incarnated in human form. It is my belief that emotions are messages which we can learn to tap into to receive wisdom about ourselves. If we imagine that we are an actor upon the stage of life, then we can detach momentarily from the ego to gain insight into the stage production that we are currently starring in. Just like an actor, we are handed a script, and it is our choice, before our incarnation, to determine how the basic outline of our life will serve our soul's needs to evolve and grow. There is always free will, because we are humans, so we may not end up sticking to the original plan we had for the lifetime, but there is a general outline. I won't go into the specifics regarding life selection today. We will cover that in future episodes. Rather, I'll stick to the higher level understanding and insight that a pattern of lifetimes can provide us when we understand them from an emotional overview. But first, a little about emotions. Emotions arise from interpretation of thoughts and perceptions about those thoughts. We create the meaning for ourselves in our lives based on the lens through which we are viewing it. Emotions are encoded messages to give us hints and guideposts so that we can follow the trail to understand ourselves and others around us in order to have a more fulfilling experience in each incarnation. We are, however, after all human, so it is easy to ignore and overlook the importance of emotions. When we gain enough insight into our emotions, then we can bring awareness to them. The deal is not to shame emotions or to classify them as bad or good. All emotions are valid but to understand what message these emotions are trying to bring us.
Life is complex. We should not evaluate or judge it according to self-imposed standards of good or bad. It just is. Every experience we have is meaningful and part of what it is to be a human being. You're not meant to live in a bubble of elation, excitement and sugary happiness. Value each emotion for what it is. Be curious. Examine them. Be friends with these emotions. Understand their intensity, their ebbs and their flows. And greet them each time with the understanding that they too will pass. Most importantly, give up the practice of beating yourself up for having negative emotions and negative experiences. It is a privilege to be able to experience them. To have the mental cognition to understand that you are, what you are experiencing is simply a reaction is a gift in itself. You are human. You are complex. You are precious. Embrace your richness. The Lake House Writer Let's talk about anger. Anger in our lives can be a mirror to the side of ourselves that we dislike the most. When we work with anger, we work with a shadow. We notice that what we dislike in others is what we dislike and suppress in ourselves. If we scratch deeper, we may find that this shadow is actually a habitual way of being across all incarnations. After all, the easiest way to actually explain karma is to understand that is, it is the result that is brought about by a habitual way of thinking and behaviour. Karma is an act that is the soul seeking balance. I like Mira Kelly's definition of karma. Mira says, karma is a representation of the soul's desire for balance in its experiences. It represents the soul's quest to learn from different perspectives. There is no judgment in karma itself. It's not punitive and it is not imposed from the outside. It is simply the oversoul's desire for balance and learning. Dr. John Gray reminds us to penetrate the layers of an emotion such as anger by looking below the surface. Behind anger is always disappointment or sadness. It also has roots in fear, guilt, shame, and a feeling of powerlessness. Anger turned inwards is depression because it is repressed anger and it's been stuffed down. Ultimately, I believe anger is a sign that your boundaries and values have been crossed, even if you're not consciously aware of it. If we choose to look when anger arises, then we can see what our soul is trying to tell us. If we ask, why did that anger me? We show emotional maturity because it provides insights into ourself. We are not triggered by things that anger us because we are inherently bad people. We are triggered with anger because we are not living or acting or interacting with people in a way that is honouring our soul's needs. Dr John Gray believes that when we recognise anything negative inside of you as your past, then you can come to the present moment and transcend the past through awareness and grounding yourself in reality. 
If in the present moment you are experiencing a negative emotion, it is because your interpretation of your reality is triggering you and it is sending you an alarm bell from the past so that you don't get wounded again and again and again. But as human with free, humans with free will, it is our choice to act upon the signs that are sent to us. Anger can be experienced as an emotion through incarnations from all sides. We can experience it by being angry. We can experience it by receiving anger. We can choose that our soul needs to understand a particular perspective of anger. If it does please our soul, we may choose to incarnate as someone who has a relationship with an angry person or several angry people. And depending upon our level of consciousness in relation to that anger, it will depend upon the impact that anger is allowed to play in our lives. So, for example, if your lack of control in relation to anger in one life led you to physically harm someone, perhaps in the next life you may choose to experience being physically harmed by someone's anger. We may repeat the lessons for many cycles until one day we say, Stop! and refuse to allow the vibration of anger into our lives through our flatmates, our partners, our bosses, our family, and by learning to control our anger by understanding what it represents to us and what the message behind it is. It's not an easily learned lesson, and you may have to see it from many angles before you truly understand what it is that you are angry about. It's really important to understand that you are not trapped at any stage. The point of the lesson about an emotion is to learn it and move on. If you are in a relationship that has shades of any colour of anger, the moment the anger arises and you bring awareness to the anger is the moment that you can decide what to do about it. You have free will. I'll say that again. You have free will. You do not need to burn off bad karma by staying in an angry relationship or staying with an angry boss. It's not the way that you repay bad karma from a previous lifetime. That just doesn't make sense. There is nothing to be repaid. You already did your penance in your life review. And the penance was the understanding you gained by yourself. There's nobody that judges you on the other side. Just you. Use your power. Free yourself from the control of overpowering emotions by becoming aware of emotions in your life and looking for the patterns that you see. It's okay to be oblivious to the emotions in your life. The act is to allow yourself gently, like you would a small child learning to walk, how to take the small steps, how to see the signs in your body, to feel in your body when the anger begins to arise, to notice the sensations where they occur, how do you display in your body feelings of anger? Do you sweat more? 
Does your heart race? Does your head feel like it's boiling? Do you get a headache starting to come on? Do you feel like the bile rising in your throat? What is the sensation that warns you that anger is about to come? Most of the time, in the process of learning about an emotion, the first way that we actually find out about that emotion is once it has arisen. If you look at a toddler or a teenage child, they will experience the emotion and all its wonders. And then when you give them time alone to quieten down by themselves, because telling somebody to calm down never helped them in the first place, once they have quiet time to themselves, they have time to let the emotion subside, to come back to normal, and to realise in the first place that they did get angry. Realising that they got angry is the first step. The second step is realising what you got angry about. And quite often when we do get angry, we get so enraged in the moment that we can't remember what we actually said in the moment. We can't remember a single thing that was said. It's why people will say, I didn't say that, when they did. The anger clouds our thoughts and our memory recall. We can be in such a rage that the whole scene can be blurred from our mind. We can just know the after effects or the aftermath of that anger. As we become more aware of the fact that we actually do get angry, we can become more aware of the kinds of things that we get angry about. And then we can become aware of how we get angry. So the physicality of our anger and how it makes us feel. And then we can be aware of the reflections of the anger. And we can be aware of the triggers of the anger. Understanding what it is that makes us angry. We can become aware of how to avoid that anger. How to remove ourselves from situations that will cause the anger. How not to put ourselves in those situations in the first place. How not to interact with people that cross our boundaries. To really deep dive into what it is that the trigger is. We also need to learn to understand and interpret our perspectives because there's always two sides to a story and it is our interpretation that is resulting in the emotion. Another step is to learn to feel the anger arise before it actually does arise so that we can feel the anger arise, be mindful and aware of it, and then before the anger gets the ability to turn into the shouting match or to do whatever it needs to do that may cause catastrophic circumstances or irritating circumstances or actions, we can ask to pause, to walk away, to change the variables so that we can 
honour that which has been crossed from our soul's needs, walk away, have space, and then reflect. For we don't want to stuff the anger down. We just need the time to process it and not to say that I will never be angry again, but to be able to clearly and definitively say, I seem to get angry when this happens. Let me think about this and let me understand why so that I can make changes in my life to make sure that these things don't trigger me in the future because I don't set myself up for this. I change my life so that I choose not to feel the anger that keeps being triggered by this particular thing. And if after reviewing the anger, if with help from a friend or a counsellor or a therapist, if you use a meditation or exercise or whatever tool it is that you need to process your anger, if you still can't understand what the anger is about, if it still seems irrational to you or irrational to somebody else who's observing your anger, then as we spoke about in another episode, it's most likely an irrational anger that is karmic because it's been habitual anger over multiple lifetimes. You face this issue, this topic, this trigger over and over again from different viewpoints and perspectives. And now it's time to take a look at your soul and your soul's experiences so that you can truly find the lesson within and truly understand what it is that is taking your soul away. So use your power. Free yourself. And here's a little poem for you which illustrates this point beautifully. Anger can lead to a sense of self-shame, clothing yourself in emotional armoury and a closing of the heart. Don't let your ego win. I'm hoping that in each of the episodes going forward, I might share some poetry um, and some insights from others that I have gained. So if you have a poem about incarnations and past lives, about NDEs or anything to do with life as a human and um, the experiences that we go through, you can uh, record yourself on the voice recorder at katish.com and um, share that poem with us poem it's called autobiography in five chapters by Portia Nelson and I think if you listen carefully it will describe a lot of situations in life and I particularly like also to apply it to the concept of um, incarnations in terms of 
the learning process that the soul goes through. Sometimes we get the feeling in life that we just have to achieve a whole bunch of stuff and that our lives are not meaningful unless we have achieved certain self-created objectives. This, in my opinion, is a false notion because what we have to create and achieve in each life is actually set before we come. And unless we have undertaken a soul contract um, review, uh, we've done past life regression, uh, we are active with our spirit guides, we don't necessarily know what they are. So we're judging ourselves against standards that we can't access. Sometimes also, the reason that we're here is just to experience an emotion and to make progress with that emotion that we need to move forward with, gain greater insight on, understand it from a different perspective, learn more about triggers, see something from all angles of a situation. I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am hopeless. It isn't my fault. It takes me forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. But it's not my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it. It's still there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It's my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. And my favourite stanza in the poem I walk down another street <laughs> it's such a visual representation of our lives isn't it so in one life you may be somebody who has explosive anger and maybe that explosive anger um, allows you to commit a crime based on that anger and it's not your fault they provoked you they deserved it. That's the only truth that you can see and that's your perspective and our perspective is our truth. So you choose to come again to explore the same emotion and maybe this time you learn more about the triggers in your life. This time you're aware that you are angry. But you ignore it. Maybe you turn to the drink every time that you get angry. And so maybe you get in a fight in a pub and you punch somebody. You didn't mean to, but it's a king hit and they die. Back to the same point again, really. You can't believe you've done the same thing again can't believe the anger arose and you had the same outcome but a different situation. But it's not your fault. The other person triggered you. They 
deserved that punch. Now, the next time you come around, you've still got that same anger habit. You know it's there, but you don't do anything about it again. This time, the anger, you turn inwards to self-hatred. You turn to drugs. You become a junkie. You self-hatred. You kill yourself through drug addiction. It's become a habit now, the anger. But maybe this time in your life review, you're like, for God's sake, <laughs> I see it now. Yep, okay, I've got the, I've, I've got it. I turn the anger inward. It's, I've only got myself to blame. I'm going to go back and try again. So the next time. Your anger arises in the life, you're like, yep, okay, so I'm not going to go anywhere near pubs this time, I'm going to stay away from alcohol, I'm not going to have knives in my house, and uh, oh, I'm not going to go near drugs. Right, progress. And maybe finally in the next life, you become somebody who becomes aware of the anger arising inside you. Maybe you start to meditate. Maybe you learn sensory techniques to manage anger. Maybe you learn to use essential oils or light therapy patches. Or maybe you learn the power of exercise to manage your anger. Maybe you decide that there's a link for you between caffeine and anger or sugar and anger. So you decide to be proactive and not walk down the same street. You don't even go there. So that's just a different perspective. And now it's time for this episode's listener story. When we receive voicemail messages from our listeners, we incorporate them into the relevant episode to show insights and lessons that listeners have gained from past life regression and past life insights. So I hope you enjoy this episode's story. And remember, you can go to katish.com to the voice recorder to record your own story to share with us. Hello, my name is Lo and I'm from the USA. I have always been seen as a bubbly, lighthearted person, the kind of person who just makes you smile when you share space. And seemingly out of nowhere, I started experiencing a lot of anger. So I did a past life regression and walked through an incarnation where I was a very angry man. As a child in this life, I was physically abused by a father whose heart was full of anger. That's all he knew and that's all he taught me. I learned that being angry was how to be in that world. That was my protection. That was my identity. It was everything. It was all that I knew. And I lived that entire incarnation full of fire and rage. I felt useless to society and really just fought everything in my life. And then I was shown a scene of me on my deathbed. I knew that my time in that life 
was done and there was a minister by my bedside and for the first time in that entire life I seemed to matter that minister saw me in a way that no one had seen me before not even myself yet this person was willing to hold space with me to be in a room with me to laugh and smile with me and I finally felt unconditional love my heart started to soften and heal as unconditional love was always missing in that lifetime it was something i never experienced and never gave myself either and that's what led to the deeply rooted anger so seeing that and then coming back to my current lifetime i realized that all this anger was coming up to finally be healed to be seen to be known to be wrapped up in a hug and wrapped up in love and released and it set me free thank you lo for sharing your story and for being vulnerable with us it is difficult to witness anger in a past incarnation but we are honoring their journey the journey of your soul counterpart so thank you for witnessing and honoring that and sharing that with us i spoke to lo also today via text message and she sent me a message which i would like to share with you to come full circle with her insights into anger lo says i'm realizing any time i experience anger it's an opportunity to see what part of myself needs to feel more unconditional love and that is a beautiful insight lo thank you and the final thought for this episode comes from the fabulous clarissa pinkola estes i hope you go out and let stories that is life happen to you and that you will work with these stories water them with your blood and tears and your laughter till they bloom till you yourself burst into bloom and that my friends is the end of this episode i look forward to spending more time with you next week for further information about how you can use sound journeys to access other incarnations you can visit my website at katish.com where you can read my blogs and also subscribe to my newsletter incarnation insights to send me a story about one of your incarnation insights head to the voice recording facility at katish.com/the-infinite-life-podcast until next time take care